What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode number 57 of Project X Talk, an Xbox podcast. Remember, if you like Xbox and games in general, make sure to join us live every Thursday here on YouTube. If you can't catch us live, we post every Friday morning on your favorite podcast service. So head over there, follow us, drop us a rating, review us on Apple Podcasts. We really do appreciate it, and it helps us grow the channel. I'm your host, Kevin, a.k.a. The Muffin Mon. And today, only got one one person joining me. Uh, everyone else decided they couldn't be bothered. Couldn't be bothered to show up to the scheduled pro- programming. Uh, Tom, how are you doing? Doing good. Ready for another dynamic duo stream of you and me. I feel like uh, whenever we do these, we, we 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 do well. It'll be yeah. fine. I I like listen. I'm all about podcasts with you. I like the the dynamic duo we got going on here. We don't need those other guys, you know. We, Batman and Robin <laughs> don't need Batgirl is just a side character, all right? Not important. And Amon, you're Batgirl. Oh so, man. Uh <laughs> I don't even know what to talk about. But uh, a little housekeeping before we get into the show. As you may have noticed, our graphics and logo have changed. So if you're looking for that greenish gray logo we used to have over on audio services or you're scrolling through your subs on YouTube, just know we have switched. So find the name. Uh, personally, I think our graphics look way better. Tom, thank you very much for your hard work, uh, making them look fantastic. I have fun doing that kind of stuff. So I, I honestly don't mind. It's just mm-hmm. a blast figuring out different concepts. I think it goes more with our stream aesthetic we got going on here. The, the green and, and purple look yeah. we've had for a while. So bringing things more in line. Um, but also... We've dropped a few reviews this week uh, for Game Pass games. So if you're interested, go check those out. They are over on YouTube and audio services. Um, We'll have more coming out. You know, holiday season games are coming out. We're going to review them as fast as humanly possible. Uh, So, Tom, you you haven't dropped your official Forza review, have you? No, I I should have a full review of Forza next week. I'm trying Mm -hmm. to finish every kind of challenge type currently before Mm -hmm. I get a full grasp of everything. Okay. Okay. Well, stay tuned for that. I know you do have an impressions video up. So uh, if everyone's curious about his first impressions about Forza Horizon 5, go uh, go check those out. But we'll probably be talking about it on the show a little bit. Uh, <laughs> so as we do each and every week here on Project X Talk, we're going to get into the show by starting with one question. And that question is, what you playing? So Tom, what you playing? All right, uh, let's start off with the most recent game that I started playing today, uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, the Definitive Edition. Uh, God, this game plays like hot garbage. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, so for this to be an optimized game and for the graphical enhancement to be so minimal, this game cannot keep a solid 60 FPS. It's constantly dropping. It's so visible. I thought it was just only Xbox. I was like, this can't be. This has to be like an optimization issue for, for Xbox. No, PS5 is having the same exact issue. Wow. Um, so this game cannot maintain a you know perfect 60 FPS. So that's kind of upsetting considering the graphic update. It didn't impress me at all. I started playing. I was like, oh wow, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, they they I would have changed the audio of the game too. Like the audio even feels old and compressed. I'm just like, oh my god. Rockstar, you guys did the laziest job, but I'm probably going to play through this game again because San Andreas is one of my favorite GTA games. Do we know if that was an internal... Uh, did they like port that out for someone to do? It was made by some studio called Grove Street something. I guess they were a brand new, a pretty new studio. 
Uh, they just named themselves Grove Street Studio. I don't know what they were prior to that. I have no idea what they made. I, I think it was a ported game as well. I, I don't. I'm not even sure if they're actually like officially under the Rockstar umbrella. Mm-hmm. So there's that. I mean, they could have done better, but this is a money grab. <laughs> I saw. So I, I woke up this morning. I went on Reddit and saw the backlash of mainly on the PlayStation Five subreddit because they had. Uh, threads for every like every part of the trilogy and every thread was just people tearing it apart and to be honest like i looked at some of the screenshots people were sharing it's like here's the original version and here's the remaster and it's like the colors are just way more saturated and bright and it was a it was a black character and they just rounded his face out even though it wasn't round in the first like i was like (laughs) what is going on here it looks so bad. Like I completely get where you're coming from there. I I didn't pick it up, but you got a game pass, right? You didn't buy the trilogy. Uh, not yet. I, I will buy the trilogy when it, the physical copy comes out in December. So luckily, I got so I have something to like curb my appetite until then. But geez, Rockstar, I'm gonna buy your game because I, I, I so you're I'm still like, gonna buy it. I'm invested in like I love GTA. So like that's how you're gonna get my money, and they know this game came out with like minimal effort. So, I, Mass Effect up uh, trilogy up um, definitive edition or whatever that version was called. Yeah, that was much bigger upgrades. <laughs> looked it, yeah, it definitely looked it. Yeah. Uh, so did they change the controls? I know people were curious about that. They did. Yeah, uh, okay. it plays like more like GTA Five does now. Um, if you ever played GTA 5, you would know how they have like the weapon wheel where you swap through weapons that way. Um, the old games you used to have just have to just tap on your D-pad multiple times until you get to whatever weapon type you need. So it does make it you know, it makes it better in terms of like that gameplay improvement. But I mean, there's still so much they could have done to make it so much better. Like I feel like mm-hmm. I could overlook graphics being a PS2 game, but God, the audio. The audio feels so like it sounds so terrible. Like it's like I'm listening to this from on a, from like an old CD player. This needs to sound way better than this. It's terrible. That's uh that's a shame to hear. You know, I know people were excited for that. Uh, judging by the backlash, I, I I mean, Rockstar doesn't care, right? They're gonna make a ton of money and and leave it how it is. That's what they usually do, right? I mean, I'm sure we'll get some optimizations for the graphics, but I mean, not the graphics, but like the FPS. But besides yeah, six, that, yeah, they, yeah. Ain't, they ain't touching nothing else. Yeah, yeah they're not going to go and like actually improve the the f- fidelity and the graphical quality. That's, I mean, this is what it is. Yeah, it's what it is. And you are the are are the non remaster versions still on PC? Can you like buy them and mod them? Those were removed from Steam as well uh, oh, a couple okay. weeks back. So yeah, that's if if you want to buy GTA currently, and the only way to legally buy it is either through an old CD reseller, CD mm-hmm. key reseller, or Steam. So at this point, you're stuck with the new games. Mm. All right. Well, that's a shame. Uh, what else you got going on over there? Um, I've been playing a little bit more of Far Cry Six. I'm, ha- I'm still having a blast with this game. I'm still not done because, as you know, I take. I take ages to beat games because I'm not, I don't stick to one thing ever and it's the worst. Uh, currently, I'm almost done with the second area. Um, Story is improving quite a bit and the character development, you know, you've seen the trailers. Like it has, it's the yeah. dictator and his child. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
it's pretty cool to see like the character development of the child. And I feel like there's hints of him like turning like, oh, he might be a good guy, but I know he's going to end up shooting me in the back one day. It's just the way it is in these kind of games. And I think that's the most engaging part, just seeing his own growth. Besides that, there's mostly just side quests that are funny to play around in. Okay, okay. Uh, and apart from that, the only other game I've been obviously been playing is Forza Horizon Five, which I have. Yeah. But let's, uh, yeah, let's let's save the Forza discussion because I do want to talk to you about Forza. Um, so what I I want to talk about what I've been playing, and then we'll talk about playing Forza. So, oh, excuse me, yeah, coughed. Um, anyway, what for what I've been playing this week? I uh, beat Sly Cooper Three. So I'm continuing my way. I'm halfway done with Sly Cooper 4, which is, uh, it's the first like actual PlayStation 3 one. So like they changed all the graphics. It's like that cell shaded, you know, the PlayStation 3, they kind of had like that cell processing graphic look. Um, And I actually kind of like the new Sly Cooper look. Like his face looks a little old, but I don't know. He looks more like a raccoon and... I don't know. Everything looks better, in my opinion. The game plays just as well. It's, it's a Sly Cooper game. I don't really know. I see people online say this is the worst one. Personally, I would rank it third. I think two is the worst one, even though people say that's the best one. Was it also know. made by Sucker Punch? No, it wasn't made by Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch made the first three, and this one was made by Zanz- Zanzaru, which I believe is now owned by Facebook um they're owned by somebody so they're not they're definitely not making the fifth one uh so if the it would have to be a playstation studio i think if they were going to go back to the the series but when you say you beat sly cooper 3 do you get the platinum for it no i didn't the platinum for sly 3 i got it for one and two but sly 3's platinum is much harder um because it requires two playthroughs and like you have to beat these things called master challenges and it's I'm not adding 15 plus hours to Sly Cooper three. Like it's not worth it for me. So uh, I'm not going to get four either. Four also looks like a, a pain in the butt. I don't really get why they changed the trophy so much from one and two. Cause one and two, I feel had really good trophy lists. Like they weren't just gimmies. You had to go out your way to collect some stuff, but they weren't hard. Like these ones are and required two playthroughs. But anyway, uh, Gonna gonna work through that. Maybe I'll have that done by the end of next week. Uh, that's my goal. I'm not sure, but we'll get there. And then I have PlayStation Now for like till January 11th or something. So I was like, I thought these would take me longer. I was like, oh, I'll play these for the next three months, and I'm gonna beat all them like in a month and a half. So I don't know what I'm gonna do with PS Now, uh, but we'll try GTA Three. <laughs> oh yeah, when it comes when it comes <laughs> on next month, uh, yeah, no, probably not, probably not up my alley. But I've been playing, um, I played AI The Somnium Files some more, which I did put up a review. Um, I got about like halfway through the story, maybe maybe a little less. Um, it's not, I mean, it's a visual novel, so I was never going to like stick through it, especially because it's like 24 hours long. Can't, can't do it. Can't handle that. There's like multiple endings. It's fine if you like visual novels. I just was looking for something at a certain time. Now I moved on. But there's uh, two other games I've been playing before we get to Forza. Because I've been playing a lot of games lately. Uh, I'm going to talk about Football Manager 2022. 
So I remember I was talking about like this coming to Game Pass and me being like, yeah, I probably won't play it, even though I played one in the past. But I downloaded it. It It's like four gigabytes. And I've put a few hours into it, to be honest with you. Like it's kind of like my, it's sort of like my podcast game. So I'll put a podcast on, put some music on or whatever, and just sit there and play football manager and like do some tactics, watch the little games that, cause you don't get to play the actual match. You just watch. So I would get frustrated be like, why are my, why is my defense not defending? Uh, cause that's my biggest issue. They, they don't defend. I don't know if my tactics are set up wrong or what, but. Not not being able to play it sounds so boring. It's a simulation game. Yeah, but like for example, like one of my favorite game modes in 2K, NBA 2K, is like the NBA My Team or My League modes. And in there, like I could be the general manager and control every aspect of the league, which is much like what that game would be. But if I wanted to play the games, I can also play the games. Yeah, yeah. So what you're this what you're describing sounds like FIFA's manager mode, where you get to be the manager and you get to you know, buy, sell players. You get to do the tactics and everything. Um, this is that, except you don't get to play. And it's way more in-depth, like balancing uh, accounting spreadsheets for like your financials, uh, telling them what training you're going to do, answering media briefings. It's it's a, it's a simulation game for sure. Uh, but I just love soccer, football, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so I'm I'm playing that and having an all right time. It's it's like a relaxing game to put on and just spend a little bit in. Um, and then it's in quick resume. So I just leave it and go play something else when I'm bored. So that's that's going well. And then the game I'm going to beat after this podcast, because I have like 30 minutes left, is another Game Pass game. It Takes Two, which... I did a little review of it when I was like halfway through the game. I've been playing this with my brother and I got to tell you, this game shot its way into my maybe top five of the year, like for, for game of the year contenders. This game is so much fun and it's hilarious. I don't think I've laughed this much at the game in so long. Uh, I was saying that in my review it's just like every level is basically a different mechanic from a game. Like you'll do a third person shooter, then you'll do a dungeon crawler, then you'll do, uh, you know, a, a, you'll fly a plane or something. Every game is just unique or every level is just unique. The chapters are like an hour, hour and a half, depending on how fast you go through them. There's hidden Easter eggs throughout. Like we found a, a way out Easter egg, uh, his previous game. There's one of those in there. It's just a lot of fun. It's a blast. If you have Game Pass, uh, you can do the friend pass. So even if your friend doesn't have Game Pass, you could still have them play it with you. Um, it's I don't know what else to say. I love the game. I, I know Garrett and uh, Aman, I think, said were interested. Do you? Is this one you were looking at, Tom? No, I wasn't no. interested at, in this one at all. Even uh. when they showed like the announcements way back, I think they showed it what in E three last. Not not. Not current, but the one you prior, then they showed it off. I wasn't never interested in it. Yeah, it's 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 been a while. I know people love it. Like it got it got great reviews. I know uh, Mav from Fun Speculation, friend of the show. Uh, him and his wife played through it, and they loved it. And I can see why. Like it's it's a blast. Uh, I think my girlfriend wants to play through it again. Uh, like once I'm done with my brother, she wants to try. 
I will say I don't know if it's great for people that aren't accustomed to playing video games because it isn't like super easy. It's it's a pretty hard game at certain points. So I, I would put out that caveat like if you're going to play it, just have a little patience if you're trying to bring someone new into the like that doesn't play video games and be like, oh, it's a good game to play with my uh, non-gaming wife and girlfriend. I don't know about that. It might not be. It's it's a little difficult. Uh, that's that's it. That's all I've been playing, uh, except the game we're going to talk about now, Forza Horizon Five. Uh, I downloaded this. Me and my whole friend group downloaded Forza Horizon Five. Uh, two of my friend, my one friend, has been putting a crazy amount of hours into it. I think he's collected every Porsche in the game. Uh, he's he's super into it. He's liking it a lot. Tom, I want to know how you're feeling about Forza Horizon 5 after you've been playing it almost a week now. Uh, I'm loving this game so much. Uh, one of my favorite things is just collecting the cars. Um, just apart from the races, because I feel like my my favorite thing is just to buy cars, tune them up. Uh, I don't really get too much into painting aspects of it because I'm just not really good at that system. and I'll just use whatever people's uh, designs are, which... That they make a lot of freaking crazy ones on there. I I just I love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna just say right now, I'm putting anime girls on lots of my cars, and they're the top ones for a reason. Like if you look at every car you click on, the first like recommended ones are always like anime girl or anime. I just think it's hilarious. <laughs> I, I'm I'm asking my brother because I'm not. I watch a few anime, but he's like the anime actual fan. So I was like, just describing random girls that were on the cars. So I was like, do you know this character? And he's like, yeah, I know it. They are 99% anime waifus. That's, <laughs> that's right, says Mayday Bomber. Uh, he knows what's up. And I just, that that's all I want to say about the, the painting. But go on, go on, didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, but yeah, I've been collecting cars. And most of the cars I've been collecting are specific, like Japanese uh, or what they call like JDM cars, which are just normal tuner cars. Uh, I own so far like every single Honda, every single Toyota you can buy, every single Suzuki, Mitsubishi. And I have so much money left over still. I'm just like going to try to collect everything in this game. Um, right now they're doing seasons. Um, the first season that started it right now is the summer season. Uh, one of the cars you can get from completing some of it right now is the DeLorean. So I'm working my way to get the DeLorean. Uh, and then I'm looking forward to the next seasons as well because I already they already showed what the rewards are. Uh, and the next season, I believe, what what is it? Right now, summer, like whatever it is, fall. I think you, there's another car called a CRX Mugen, which I'm really looking forward to. It's another Japanese Honda. And then in four seasons from now, which is the one I'm really looking forward, forward to, is the, is the Toyota Trueno. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of the anime Initial D. No, no. Well, this is like the cover car from the game, um, from this anime. Like the main character drives it. So this is like one car that I like love. In Horizon Four, I had the car, and I like, I have, I made it look exactly like it does in the anime, and I love it so much. And that's why I need to get that car. And that you need to watch that anime. Anime, by the way, it's pretty good. It's not that long. It's like thirty episodes. Uh, but yeah, I'm enjoying that aspect. Now, as far as like the actual driving and racing goes, I'm loving Mexico so much. 
Uh, the tracks feel really nice compared to the last one. Uh, where the last one, I feel like it was a little bit more mountainous. I feel like just there's a lot more straight edges that I can just really speed down through before I take curves. And I really appreciate that that aspect in this map. I like to be able just to like push as much speed as possible before I actually have to make those uh those take those corners. So I'm enjoying that part. Uh, and the drag racing. I've been doing a lot of drag racing online, and I'm shocked that this game has like so many drag racing spots compared to the last game. So mm. one of the intricacies that you really have to focus on drag racing, which I just want to touch on, is if you drive an automatic, like if you use your um, automatic instead of like how I drive in manual um, with like the clutch uh, setup, you have way more control of when you're uh, shifting gears. So you're actually able to, if you know how to like actually race and drive, you're able like to beat most people who are just stuck on automatic, even if they're using that same exact car as you. So I love that aspect. I love being able to do that since it really, it really just makes it more of a skill based thing versus just like yeah. driving straight down. As a as a simulation aspect to it, instead of like that's kind of more like Forza Forza Motorsports instead of like well, this one's supposed to be more more arcadey, right? That's kind of like a sim aspect. Bring them yeah, around. yeah, but like for us that still like that kind of sim aspect, we're not at a disadvantage either. So that's what I like about it unfortunate menu system is horrible and having to return to the Mexico festival or whatever anytime i want to do anything is obnoxious too many loading screens waiting around for an event see i didn't really have that issue uh and and you you'll get a you'll get a house eventually so you don't have to we're reading a comment from the chat by the way i don't think we we said that um but uh, you will get a house so you don't have to return to the Mexico festival every time and and you can just fast travel there so it's not like it's not a yeah. super big deal, but like I, I, I get it. I, I I haven't had an issue with the the menus personally, but um yeah. I do I, I mean I can understand how some people can feel that way. Yeah, early or early on in the game, especially once you don't have your house, because every time you fast travel to the horizon site, it costs you about nine thousand credits. If you teleport to your house, it's free. Um, and you can have multiple properties. And there's also multiple different Horizon Festivals located around once you get further in the game. So eventually you won't have to really worry about fast traveling only to one site. You'll have like five or six different sets you can go to. Mm-hmm. That'll make it a little bit more convenient. But I don't, I, don't really, I, I don't feel like it takes too long to load in. The only kind of issues I've been having with this game so far is really like online connectivity issues. I feel like... Yeah. It, I was I was gonna I was gonna say that so like I have been playing Forza Horizon Five. Um, I played about four or five hours, so I'm not like super far into it. I've played mostly with friends, is how I've tried to play. But I, I I echo everything. I think it controls really well. I think like the car is a beautiful game, absolutely gorgeous. Um, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Mania Bomber says, wait, it costs credits? I, I wasted so much money if that's true. I don't think it costs credits at the start before you unlock your house. I don't remember it ever telling you it costs credits. I'm pretty sure it costs even at the very beginning. Hmm. Nah, if they did, they never they never tell you that then. I yeah, don't when, you, re- when you're in the menu, when you're that. hovering over the fast travel menu, it tells you the credits right under the Horizon Festival before you actually do it. 
No, I mean, unless like, you're clicking through it really quick. I've oh. only ever fast traveled there by going to the auto, like pressing start and go to auto show. Okay, yes. From there, you won't see you won't see it. You have to mm. go to the actual map. So yeah, I guess that's a that's kind of a fuck uh, a screwy thing. I'm yeah, I'm, I did not know that. I'm gonna I'm gonna test that. But my experience with Forza Horizon Five so far, like really, like I think the gameplay for a, a racing game, driving game, whatever you want to call it, is really good. It feels really feels really smooth each car handles so much differently like it's ridiculous how much like the stats actually matter for like off-road versus on pavement because i have a ultima whatever the whatever the really expensive one of the one an expensive car um and i have that like i made it an x-rated 999 whatever but like it has almost tens on everything except off-road where it's like a 4.5 and if I get like in the dirt at all, I'm stuck there just like spinning. <laughs> oh my God. It's so hard to get out. So I think it definitely does like the stats make a difference. I like that they have people who are more invested in the game, the ability to like take their tuning to make your car better, take their designs. Cause I'm not going to spend time doing that. Like I don't know how to make the car better. I'm glad there are the enthusiasts that really do spend the time that let me just benefit off that with a simple download. I will say I do think the game doesn't load very fast uh, compared to other Series X games. Like things take a little while in this game for me. Um, and I'm not sure if that's like a can be improved, but or maybe it's a server thing because this is what I want to talk about. The online servers for this game are horrible. Absolutely downright horrible. They don't work 99% of the time. I was able to play like a few races yesterday afternoon with a, some friends. And then we tried a group, me and three of my friends, we tried to play last night for an hour and did not, it had no success. And I, the amount of times it just tells you at the top alert, disconnected from servers. It's, it's so annoying. It just keeps popping up too. I know there's a hot fix coming because Playground said they're aware of it, but like they need to get that out fast. And I don't know if it's, because they've had so much success because I think there's 6 million plus now playing, which is crazy. Yeah. I think there was a, there was like a report, like it was over 1 million before the game even officially launched. Yeah. I think it was 1 million uh, last Thursday when the early access bundle was up. And then I remember Phil Spencer tweeting about it on like Monday or something. And it was like 4.5 and it's Thursday. And I saw this morning it's over six. So like we could, it could be seven, eight million by the weekend. Like I want to just huge. I want to just touch on something real quick. Yeah, Game Pass users don't buy games, right? <laughs> we only if it's early access, apparently, where you pay a hundred dollars <laughs> to get the game early. But I would do it for Halo, by the way. So I'm just saying, <laughs> you'll get your chance. There's a hundred percent going to be an early access bundle for Halo Infinite. You're gonna be playing. It's gonna be. I think this is gonna be the model for their big releases. They're gonna do an early access, like premium bundle for a hundred dollars or whatever, where you buy the game, or you can wait like four more days for it to come to Game Pass. Yeah, patient gamers win. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm waiting. I'm <laughs> I'm definitely game, team Game Pass, not team premium bundle. But we can't ignore that there was a million plus playing when the, just the premium bundle, like. Forza Horizon 5 is racking up not only great reviews, but money for Xbox. Yeah. 
as far as the early access, the online connectivity was even worse then. Like I think for like Ugh. the first day, I wasn't able to connect online at all, not even just in free room. So it was just me driving around with a bunch of like the, the bots they have like your friends list names on there yeah i've i've seen you every time i drive by <laughs> you i like smash and do like oh man <laughs> got sean capri driving by me i'm like get out of here <laughs> uh no yeah online definitely needs to be fixed the fact that like you don't know if you're even going to okay we just got a got a porn bot in our chat <laughs> awkward but yeah, the fact that you don't know if you're actually going to like get into a race with the people you're trying to race with or even like I want to be able to just be in the world with my friends. And most of the time you will connect for like five seconds and then you'll drive to where your friend is. To, like I'm like, hey, I want to show you my car I got. And then they'll they'll disappear. You'll fade out of existence. You'll be you'll be Spider-Man in Infinity War melting into into dust all of a sudden. That's frustrating. They they definitely need to fix that because it's, it's ruining the experience. And I'm kind of like, do I even want to try multiplayer? Like, maybe I'll just wait until they fix it. Yeah, I mean, luckily, I feel like this isn't really, a game, especially for a learner, like a brand new person coming into Forza, I feel like doing online races anyways is probably not as beneficial since when you play online, you really... When you rewind online, yeah, your card goes backwards, but everyone's still ahead of you. At least when you're playing by yourself, that rewind feature, your mistakes aren't as hard because you can just literally correct it right afterwards. So it's not that bad right now, but they should fix this immediately, especially since the season just started. Um, mm -hmm. Every day counts. Not everybody can play every single day to try to get this stuff done. But today, it might be their only day to play, so the game needs to work. Yeah, I think... I think one of the big things, because my, my brother, you know, me and him are definitely not racing game people, but downloaded this due to the praise it was getting. And I think it really kind of bummed him out uh, when we were having those issues because he's definitely not going to play this single player. So like multiplayer is like how we how he's going to want to play the game, like doing races, earning credits that way, like trying some multiplayer stuff because you can do like everything co-op, it says, right? Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I've i been doing that with my buddy, too. It's pre It pretty much makes it so you're a team. So mm -hmm. you you and your buddy are teams, or you and however many other party members you have, and you just go against the bots. Yeah, I think it's fun. Yeah, yeah, it, it is fun, it is, especially because you're, you're even though you're on a team, you're still kind of like trying to beat each other. Like, I want to get first. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, no, I'm going to get first. And then I get last place, and my buddy still gets first place, and we still win the race because... It's a point-based thing, yep. and it's fun. So, Tom, before we move off Forza Horizon 5, because I think we've talked about it at length here, do you think this is game of the year for you right now? No. Okay. This is, this, this is not game of the year for me. Uh, it feels extremely similar to Forza Horizon 4, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But uh, I think I've played better this year so far. Yeah, it's not it, it's not even in my top 10 and maybe like I certainly have a bias, but like it's a great game. Do you think that it will be in the conversation at like the game awards for game of the year? I can see it being in the conversation at game awards, but geez, like I would definitely put it like in my top three. But I would be surprised if this wins like an actual game of the year award. 
I think, it, yeah, I don't think it's going to win like game of the year award. <laughs> like a nomination, Redundant. maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe a nomination. nomination. It definitely will take like whatever the sports sim racing category is, I think. Because we haven't yeah. had a better like sports title this year. Yeah, I mean, I guess it really depends if they put the they classify this one as a sports game, right? Because I know like a Forza Motorsport, like an official racing sim, that one they might count. But this is more of an open world, just like race. I don't know. We'll see. I guess yeah. we'll, we'll we have to see the the whatever the topics end up being. It's funny because we know. <clears throat> Excuse me. Ooh. I don't know what's. Uh, I keep. Keep coughing up here. Sorry. Apologies, audio listeners and, and video listeners. But one thing I wanted to mention about Forza, and then we'll, and then we'll move on, I, I promise. But when I opened the map and they were like, new things are locked, and I just see all the icons pop up. I was like, this is why I hate open world games. I remember now. This is I hate all these stupid icons. Cause I'm like, I gotta go there, I gotta go there, I gotta go. It's, it's so it's like a checklist and I hate yeah. it. Yeah. So uh I will say just before we move on, then, as far as that, yes, that is annoying because I had that same issue in Forza Horizon 4 as well. Um, what I like to do in the game is normally just like road races. That's the the blue icons. So normally what I do is just I filter it out to only see that. I don't want to see anything that I don't care about pretty much. Oh, I didn't even know you could filter out by race. Yeah, but like as far as being a completionist goes, that's going to be a it's quite a task to get every single thing done. Mm-hmm. I don't even think I did it in Horizon 4, so... Well, we'll uh, we'll see. Let us know what you guys think about Forza Horizon 5 down in the comments below. Uh, But we're going to move on. And that's going to end what you're playing. So that means it's segue time. Uh, So let's grab some books from the library while I tell you this week's stories. And let me tell you, this is the emptiest library I've ever seen. There's just (laughs) two stories in here. And they're not even big stories. So story number one coming from Jez Corden, literally broke today uh, over at Windows Central. He has a scoop on Compulsion and Obsidian's next games. Uh, in summary, if you want to go read the article, you can go read the article. But in summary, for Compulsion, the name of their next game is codenamed Midnight. It is a third-person action game set in a dark and fantastical world. Uh, Midnight is described as a, quote, coming-of-age tale, drawing upon inspirations from America's Deep South, uh, the game features magic and large fantastical beasts with a strong southern gothic vibe. Uh, the game is wholly single-player experience with a strong story, and no current launch window is known. And then we have Obsidian, which this is follow-up to details we already reported on either last week or the week before. Um, it's an indie-style effort led by a small team, as we reported, headed by Josh Sawyer. Uh, the official game is called Pentiment. Not a great title. Not a great title. I like the code name better. Uh, you act as an investigator in the 16th century Europe, uncovering the truth behind a murder, which we already knew. Takes cues from things like Disco Elysium, which I believe, Tom, you pointed out that this game sounds awfully familiar like Disco Elysium. Uh, you'll be able to investigate, make, make accusations, dialogue-heavy game, and that is scheduled to launch next year. So Obsidian's title, not really much new details except the title. But uh, if we're going back to Compulsion, this is one like nobody really knew what they've been working on for a while. What do you think of Codename Midnight so far based on these details? Uh, I'm interested in it. Like I love 
fantasy worlds and from the concept art that i saw on that uh on the link it looks really nice it, it really feels like they're actually bringing you to like the old south in a way but like a more fantastical version of it so I'm, I'm super interested to see what they're working on like i believe their last game what was it called it was happy something but they also had like a good art style in there we happy few yeah we happy few and i know that one was based like an awful like a more like a england uh with like more fantasy involved in it as well so based on like from what i seen in that game like i expect this game to look just as beautiful with a different just a little different art style as in terms of like just being more fantasy um i want to see more information on this so i'm actually really curious of what they're working on yeah no so the details like i love fantasy world as well so i'm right there with you looking i think the art the concept art, no actual like in-game art is what really sold me because you had like um, like a gothic looking girl, kind of like a Pegasus wing almost or uh, some like there was, a, I'm trying to, I don't know if Pegasus is the right word, but they had wings and it looked really cool. And I was like, I'm down for this. Uh, Compulsion ha haven't played any of their games. I'm going to be honest. Uh, none of their games before have ever appealed to me. We Happy Few, I don't really like the look of um and it didn't launch very well from my understanding so i think compulsion really needs to like don't rush this out take your time make this game perfect make it bug free make it look gorgeous and we'll everyone on game pass will give it a try because what's it going to cost us nothing free 99 you know um i have nothing else on compulsion's game okay all right all right well you can move on to story number two i mean i we already talked about obsidians last week so uh compulsion yeah but story number two uh and this one just broke before we went live uh, a new one versus 100 game is in development at microsoft uh, according to journalist jeff grubb over at giant bomb he says that it's currently in active development at alt space vr which is part of Microsoft's mixed reality division. Uh, the original one versus 100, uh, and now I'm pulling from video game chronicles. So the original one versus 100 was an online show that ran weekly on Xbox 360 in 2009 with one player placed as the one against a group of 100 called the mob. Um, the one had an opportunity to win 10,000 Microsoft points while the remaining members of the mob split the winnings and each received a free game if they were able to defeat the one. According to Grubb, the new one, one versus 100 will utilize the 3D avatars recently announced as part of the VR experience for Microsoft Teams. So I am super excited. Like one versus 100, I think is an awesome idea having a live game show every week it'll get people excited you can win rewards like free games microsoft points i'm not sold on this vr integration uh i really hope that we don't have to do some sort of weird microsoft team vr thing to play i would love to just take my xbox avatar head on down and try to win some some prizes on a trivia show are you familiar with the original one versus 100 tom no, when you mentioned this, I was like, what the heck is this? So I, I, would, so I looked it up. Well, when you mentioned it earlier, but that you were going to put on the show, I looked it up. Uh, it sounded like an interesting concept, but I didn't even have a chance to look at how the gameplay was. Um, as far as like the uh, the Microsoft Teams avatars, 
why wouldn't they just use the Xbox avatars that are already in? Like, if it's an Xbox game, right? I don't know. Uh, it's my worry that it's not going to be an Xbox game that'll be like tied to Microsoft Teams or whatever Facebook's Meta thing. Because I think Microsoft Teams is like integrating with Facebook Meta in some way. I think they just announced. So I'm really not thrilled about that aspect. I just want to use avatars. I just want to log on, play some trivia. Like every week at a certain time, come try to win 10,000 uh, Microsoft points, which I think is a good reward. If someone was like, hey, you can have 10,000 Microsoft, I'll be like, yeah, I'm there. Let's go. That's worth it. That's worth like however long it is to play that game. Yeah. I mean, as far as just the concept goes, I'm sold. Like I, that sounds, it's free rewards for like, if you're just, if you're the one or if you're the mass, like you're still a winner in a way, as long as you guys get to pull it through. So I'm interested to see like what kind of challenges they pull through. If it's just trivia, is there anything to be going to be like actually interactive um, gameplay wise? I want to know how that's going to look. So I guess we'll see. I think this was like an actual TV show at one point. Uh, one versus, I feel like it was hosted by like Bob Saget. I don't know if that's true, but in my mind, that is definitely like a show that existed in the world. Yes, I just I, I'm on the wiki page right now. It yeah. says one versus a hundred American game show presented by Bob Saget. Yep. Yeah, I watched that. Yeah, yeah. That's probably why I, I love the the game so much because I was like, I'm I'm here, real life, virtual. I'm down. Let's do it. Make it happen, Phil. But that's all the news we got, Tom. Uh, like I said, emptiest library in the history of libraries. But before we go, we have a special birthday to celebrate. Uh, and that is the birthday of the Xbox Series X and S consoles. Uh, yesterday, November 10th, officially marked the one-year anniversary and release of the Xbox Series consoles. So before we go, I want to take a look back uh, and just kind of rate the first year of the Xbox Series consoles. Like, you know, how do we feel that they did release-wise, game-wise, UI, everything about it? Um, so, Tom, I'm, I'm gonna start with you. We we don't have to go in like any certain order, but what are your what are your overall feelings about the Series X? Because that's what we have one year later. Um, overall feeling of the Series X. I, I have I've been enjoying it. I feel like I would if I can give I have to get like a rating number right now. Let's like currently how I would place it is like a nine out of ten. But that's just based on hardware alone. Uh overall, that I there's 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 been a lot of improvements throughout this year that they've added on the Xbox, like the dynamic screens, the UI upgrades are finally bringing it to 4K. But my biggest gripe still with this here was still like there was there was no games to play since launch that I feel like that are actually good exclusives that I could personally like dive into and get like fully invested and put hundreds of hours on or tw- like you know dozens of hours on. Uh, from what we had, there were just smaller titles like the Medium, Psychonauts Two, which I'm not saying they're not bad games. I'm just I'm talking about games that I can actually put so much time into, and I feel like just. You know, that initial not having Halo Infinite at launch is really what took that away because I feel like that would have been the what would have given, given me all the hours I need. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're getting that in November, but still that's a year out from no. when we're talking. Yeah. 
So if you want to stick on games for right now before we move on to other aspects of the console, I get what you're saying about not having like, you know, a major release until literally last week when Forza came out. Like that's probably the biggest major release of the Series X life life so far. We have Halo coming. And those are games that like people are going to put hundreds of hours into. For me, I don't like to spend hundreds of hours in one game. So for me, this year, and I, I've said this on Reddit and other places, but for me, the Series X is already better than the entire last generation. I, oh, yeah. I, I have played more games and better games this year on my Series X than in the seven years I had my Xbox One. The is completely night and day difference for me. The Series X, no contest. Amazing. I absolutely love this console. I love Game Pass. And I love the games that are coming out because I, I, I just feel like the quality is so much higher this year. And I know people say this haven't been a good game for years. I think it's been a great game for years or great year for games. Uh, sorry. Great year for games. Sorry. Jumbled up. But yeah, I think it's been a great year. I've played, like I said, more quality games, except like when I look back at the Xbox One generation, like Hellblade sticks out to me as a quality Xbox title that I played. Celeste, um, Halo 5 multiplayer, not the, not the single player. But other than like a, maybe a handful of titles, it was really... Sunset Overdrive? Bad. I didn't even play Sunset Overdrive. Oh, what? that was I didn't a mess. Even play it. That, that was a mess. Wow. Um, but like this year, I've already, and I was saying this, I have a list of, I, I keep a list of every game I've played this year. And I've played 67 games this year. And I've beat most of them. I think I've not beaten all but five of the games on this list. Um, some of these are on PlayStation, so I will hold my hand up. Majority of them are on Xbox, though. All multi-plats I play on Xbox. I just, I don't know, I can't. I can't fault the game output this year. See, and I, when I'm talking game, I'm literally just, I was only purely talking exclusives, Microsoft exclusives. As far as Game Pass is concerned, I've been playing multiple releases every month because they've been putting out bangers, especially the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. You've been getting like a, a really good quality of games. Um, and then they also had good releases like prior to that, like Yakuza Like a Dragon, which didn't matter for me because I already beat it. Uh, Scarlet Nexus is also on there. They they're adding good games. That's for sure. It's more, yeah. Again, just the exclusive aspect. I feel like that's where we're, you know, that's what was lacking this first year. Mm-hmm. But looking forward, I mean, I know for a fact that they have so many develop studios and develop developing so many games right now. So the next year after that, the year after that, it's just gonna make this one look like like crap in comparison. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I, I would I would echo those sentiments. Um, that I think the future is still bright. Um, and if we want to if we want to stick on Game Pass, I will say like you, the last few months been fantastic for Game Pass. I feel like they started the year really strong with Game Pass. We kind of had a little lull there around like um, I don't know after April, like May, June, July ish, kind of a little lull. Because uh, I think like the ascent was the big title in those three months, and that's like all right. Yeah, I think that uh, was in August. I thought that was end of July. Psychonauts was August. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But like since August, I'd say Game Pass has been hitting because we we had Psychonauts April or uh, September. We had 
flight sim, I think, right? Yep, flight simulator. Uh, was that was that September? Was that actually, July? It might, it might have been July, actually. I think that was in July too. I think uh, actually, oh yeah. So maybe maybe I forgot July because of that flight simulator. But we had back for blood in October. I, I'm blanking on September. Um, you know, I said actually September. Uh, I didn't do anything on Game Pass. That was Tales of Arise month. That was Tales of Arise. <laughs> I bought a game that month. Uh, it's about October. Black back for blood, and then fourths of this month and we get halo next month so they're ending the year strong they started the beginning of the year strong with things like the medium and outriders which despite their faults i still really like both those games i i say the future is only up like yes tom you don't have to buy me diablo 2 or whatever we bet on because they don't have 30 million subs like i i was like oh, they definitely have it like take two leaked it but overall I think it's been a good year for game pass. And I think that is really the driving factor in Xbox right now. Like if anything is selling the consoles, it's game pass. Cause I've played so many, not even big titles. Like we don't, it's not, I don't even know if I go to game pass looking for like major titles right now. Like I'm, it's crazy that I'm happy with smaller titles. Cause before like two years ago, I would never play indie games. I was only like triple a games. And some of my best gaming memories this year have been indie titles like Dodgeball Academia. Absolutely love that game. That game is front to back, great experience. And that is made by some tiny team in Brazil. Uh, Haven, another title that I think was added in February. Lovely story made by some small French studio. So I don't even need bangers coming to Game Pass. Like, obviously, we're going to get them. We're going to get the big Microsoft titles, but... Give me the steady stream of indie titles that are good, and that's great. Yeah, and I, I love that about Game Pass. Not every game I need, I want need to play needs to be hundreds of hours. Obviously, I'm playing those three to four hour experiences as well. I I blocked that uh that account that just showed up. Yeah, I see that. It's like similar to the first one. <laughs> that's uh that's lovely. Yeah, yeah, I I don't know uh, if anybody's rewatching this after the fact. Uh, we're getting spammed by porn bots, so that's an interesting dynamic I have never had before. But uh, yeah, Game Pass going strong, Xbox games in general. Let's talk about the actual console for a little bit. Do you like the look of the Series X after a year? No, I think it's I think it's ugly as hell. I think it's ugly. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I've always, I've I've had the sentiment since early on. I, I guess it, it looks clean. I guess if you want to put it that way, it looks clean, but it doesn't it doesn't stand out to me. There's nothing there's nothing fancy about it. Like I don't like the PS5 because I feel like it's too much of in terms of design, but the Xbox is you know it goes a complete you know 180 just makes it super lazy in a box. It's literally mm-hmm. just a, a box. So no, it could have been much better. I think the Xbox One, the OG Xbox One, looks better than this. Oh say, no, no, no! Yes, no. dude, and people say, <laughs> and people weird. say that looked like a VCR, but I think it added some sort of aesthetics to it. At least it had some other like other other designs to it that made it stand out a little bit more. Now let me ask you: Do you have your Series X horizontal or vertical? My Series X is laying down. Yeah. All right. So I, mine is 
Mine started laying on its side, but since I moved, it's now vertical and it looks so much better standing up. Like being able to walk over and then you see that like top where it has like the green effect does make it look good. That being said, I wish the console was white. I love white consoles. I don't like black consoles. I always try to get the white versions of consoles. Um, usually if they have one at launch, they don't have one at launch this time. So for me, I just wish it was white, but aesthetically, I like it. I think it, I think it's a good looking console. It's definitely way better than the VCR box. I don't know. I don't know what you're on about with the VCR. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this year, probably like by the end of the year or early next year, I'll probably look into getting some skins from like D brand. Mm. Uh, okay. so they have a, they have a lot of good designs, and I'll just work work one of those with one of those instead. Not sure what exactly what I would want though. Like, what can make this stand out a little bit more for me? See, I'm not looking. Honestly, if it was just white, that's all I want. But I'm not gonna. I don't get skins to put on my console. I keep my consoles free of anything nothing going on there no stickers i and i'm in the camp that i like the ps5 design like yeah it's big but i have the digital version the disc version is an abomination let's get that right the disc version with that weird bump that's disgusting but the ps5 i like my digital looking ps5 just let me get a white xbox like i don't know i, I would look so good i will say the the halo infinite edition that looks really good yeah, I agree. I, I, I would have loved having that on my shelf instead of just this. <laughs> I almost thought about buying the Halo edition and then like selling this one, but I was like, ah, uh, nah, like, dude, you can make a, you can sell it and for a profit still. I don't. We ain't doing that. <laughs> we don't scalp here. But I, I decided against it. I decided, I decided to be responsible and just keep what I have. Um. So okay, that's the outside. What are we talking about the UI? How are you feeling about the UI a year on? There are lots of people upset that it didn't get changed from the Xbox One version. Do you still think, was that a bad move, smart move? I, I don't see it as a bad move at all. I mean, they finally upgraded it to 4K, so there's that for people. But as far as the actual interface, how it looks, I don't see, I've never seen the need to change it. I agree. So... If, if it, yeah, if it works, it works. I, I feel like Microsoft has worked so hard to try to figure out what works. For example, with like the 360 era, they probably changed that UI what three times, three or four more four than times. that. I'd argue. Yeah. So, and this they finally found one that works good well enough mm-hmm. that they can stick to it. I don't see the reason to change it just because a new console is launching. Um, if they find something better that works better down the line fine you know make that change but as far as it can, i'm concerned now now it's perfect the ui is fine uh they also added like a lot of cool features to it like the dynamic uh backgrounds which is something that was lacking last gen i mean sony's had dynamic backgrounds since the ps3 so we're just getting them so that's that's mm-hmm. something at least yeah it's funny you say that because uh if you ever like do you remember this design from the 360s UI? And I'll be like, I've never seen that before in my life. But like <laughs> at some at some point I had, but everyone has like, this is what the 360 looked like. And it was probably the one that they ended with. They don't remember the first, second, third, like the iterations of how that dashboard changed. And I feel like Xbox One, people don't remember. Xbox One changed too. 
I, no, I cannot recall what the first one looked like. This isn't this isn't the <laughs> dashboard that the Xbox One started with. Like we've had changes to it, and I think yes, people complain about it being cluttered or like the ads or stuff. But like I, the ads are always for things that like interest me, like like a new game coming out, and I don't really see the problem with that. I don't know. Like I just think it looks clean. I think it looks it's easy to navigate. It's, it's so much easier. Like the quick resume tab is a great feature that they added and quick. Okay. Let's talk quick resume in general though. Like if we're talking UI, what an amazing feature. What I, I started using it immediately. Like when, when I got this console, like Yakuza, like a dragon played the whole thing, quick resume dragon quest played the whole thing in quick resume. Quick resume has been such an amazing thing for like, cause sometimes I'll just be like, I don't want to play this right now. And like, I don't have to save. I don't have to worry about anything. It just closes it, puts it in this little save state and I can go play another game. And if I want to come back, it picks right back up. So for me, quick resume is definitely like the highlight of next gen. It makes things so much more convenient for me. When it works. It works more often than not for me. So I've had a lot of scenarios where it doesn't work though. And that's my, okay. like, I, I like, I love quick resume. And I love that they finally added that menu where it actually shows what game I actually have yes. and quick resume yes. sitting there. But I've had bad experiences with it as well. Like for example, in Tales of Arise, if I quick resume Tales of Arise, there's a 50% chance pretty much that that game's going to crash on me. I don't know why it happens to that game. And that's not the only game it's happened to me on before. You know, so what's it, funny is, uh tales of arise didn't support quick resume when i played it i beat the whole game before i got added so okay I, so i can't say one way or the other so they probably shouldn't have added it then because clearly there was something there was an issue why didn't they have it in the first place i guess it doesn't work in this game and i just the way it is sometimes some games don't support it at all some support it and still crash i guess i mean it's a great feature in theory uh it works more than not i should say it just there's really those outliers as well i would say yeah there are definitely outliers and i see people like talk about how it doesn't work but most of the time the games and i'm not saying this is you most of the time the games people try to quick resume are like online games where they're like automatic like connected to servers or they're multiplayer games i'm like well of course quick resume doesn't work like you're gonna lose your connection you're gonna have to restart but and i know that's not what you're talking about like tales of arise like yeah i have heard stories i think skyrim was one where you quick resume and then like people move at like five times speed or something because like they were going and there are (laughs) there are weird little bugs that can happen but for me in my experience i haven't encountered things like that um like right now forza sitting in quick resume uh football that one works and, real good in quick resume works great works you're, on, great you're online you get off the game it just puts you right back to the same spot where you're in it just reconnects you it's mm-hmm. fine or if you're if you're doing offline uh horizon it, you don't even have to connect yeah it's just yeah it works phenomenally for me football managers sit, been sitting in there for like a week now they're i i just love the feature of that what what's the have you seen how many games you could have in quick resume at once because most I've ever seen in my little tab is like five games. That's all I see. And I'm not sure it's because I feel like there's a limit on there. Because I'm sure I have way more games open. 
I've heard it depends on the game and like how much, uh, like how big they are in uh, certain aspects of the game. Cause people have posted like eight, nine games in quick resume, but they're like small indie titles. So I think it really depends on like something in the game. Yeah. I'm not sure. But like if I had, I have had to like skate three on quick resume for months. And <laughs> if for some reason it's still on the list and I know I've opened other games, <laughs> yeah that's funny uh, all i know is like it's a great feature i love it um that's probably my favorite like next gen feature and i wish playstation had some equivalent to that um just for when i'm playing ps5 because it's really like even when i'm like i have to put it in rest mode and i'll, I'll be like okay i'm gonna come back to this in like 10 minutes but i put it in rest mode and like my game's closed because there's a, like a rest mode bug and I'm not taking no chances. So it's, it's a whole thing. I just quick resume. Great feature. Uh, what, what else has changed the controller? I hear people talk, we can talk about the controller. I think it's basically the same exact controller. People swear to God it's smaller. It is. I don't notice it. I have so, an Xbox one right here. Feel besides the textured grips, they feel exactly the same to me. Yeah, I think they were, they, it was slightly smaller and weighed a little less. They had some... I think this was like an official thing about Microsoft a while ago. There was like some sort of percentage decrease in terms of size. But, I mean, the controller... To me, it feels exactly the same as well. I'm in your boat. But I'm saying technically, I think... I really oh, yeah. do believe... I know technically I'm, yeah, technically <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm wrong. But, like, who can notice that? Who... I've heard... Because I've seen complaints of, like... Oh my god, the controller is so small it hurts my hands now. I'm like, it didn't change that much. Like, what? Well, what are you on about? We're, 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 the people bringing this up, they're probably like, you know, six foot five, seven foot giants. You know, they're just big guys, big hands. So for us, I guess I don't see it. Maybe if you, I feel like that's why a lot of people, you know, hated the OG Xbox controller, the huge big one, because it was too big, but. I know I had friends as I well. I love that controller. I hate that controller. When they, oh, added, <laughs> when they created the small one afterwards, I was like, oh, this one feels so much better. I never had it. I, I, I only, I've only i only ever used, I used the Duke, and then I used the 360 controller, and then the Xbox One. I, I've never used any like special controllers. Shout out Luke Lore. Hi, from the Xbox Expansion Pass. We're just talking about... Uh, rating xbox series x's first year uh luke how would you how would you rate their first year uh while we go back to our controller discussion i think the controller is great like what more can you improve on for an xbox controller really honestly if i was them i would have really added a touchpad on it as well no get out I, of here no i'm, no. I'm super oh serious God. about this I'm, I'm i'm super serious about this i feel like just having that it added a lot of extra buttons that you would not be able to do on Xbox or compared to PS. They just like a little swipes do different features. And I feel like just sometimes you need those extra buttons. Uh, for example, in Forza, if you look at the keybinds, the entire list of keybinds, there's a lot of things on there that you cannot that aren't even keybound because it just physically cannot go on a controller. Because there's not enough buttons. I hate the touchpad on my on my DualSense. I don't want any touchpads on any controllers. 
Do you cool it? The only thing I like on the touchpad for my dual sense is the way it changes colors depending on what's going on in the game. That's it. I don't ever like clicking it in. I don't like scrolling on it. It's a pain. Don't ever, please don't ever put anything like that on my Xbox controller. Ah, oh, no, I, I see it. it. It works. It works. And that there's a reason they've kept it since the PS4 era, you know, like clearly, you know, they had good reception. Otherwise they would have reverted back to just having a normal controller. X, uh, Luke Lore from the Xbox expansion pass would give uh, the first year a B great hardware, solid OS and improvements on everything system wise, no new games, but great job of smart delivery and improved games from the Xbox one. I think that basically echoes what we were saying, Tom, how like the console's amazing, quick resume, all the OS improvements are, are wonderful, but really like we need those big exclusives, right? Exactly. No that, massive that games so far. And smart delivery is a is a topic we didn't even touch on when we were talking about the operating system. What a what a welcome what a welcome uh, headache free solution to getting me next gen games where I just download and I don't have to worry about those things. Except for some games that just for some whatever reason don't don't want to support quick resume. I mean not oh, quick resume, yeah, smart yeah, smart yeah. delivery, and I believe yeah. there's like mostly like uh, EA to, uh, Call of Duty. Call of Duty, mm-hmm. I believe, is one of them. Like, it's not. Come on. Oh, just, you know, but that's just that's just more like of a greed thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's just some money, more money. Like, you got to buy the more expensive cross-gen bundle pack to get both versions in case you switch back and forth between hardware. You know what? Uh, Battlefield was one where they weren't supporting smart delivery, and then I recently found out that they're supporting uh, a certain type of smart delivery where you have to buy the next-gen version. And then it'll give you uh, the old gen. But if you buy the old gen version, you don't get the next gen version. And I was yeah. like, so you go backwards? Like, why would I? Yeah, because they, they, their whole thing was like, we want our players to be able to, you know, we know the consoles are hard to get now, you know, but we want, you know, we know you're going to want to transition over once you can. So get this version and you get your old version. Yeah, that, That's yeah, just like, like, that, that makes <laughs> sense. Like if I'm on the Xbox one and I buy it and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a series X. I'll buy the cross gen bundle of call of duty. And that way I'll have the series X version waiting for me. But like who in their right minds is like, okay, I'm going to buy the series X version of battlefield just in case I go back to my Xbox one, one day and then play it over there. I, I mean, I have no idea. It's, it's, it's just a weird, just a weird little caveat I wanted to throw in there. Um, Tom, have we talked about everything about the X, Xbox Series X? Uh, we talked hardware. Uh, talked I hardware, guess, does, OS, does it, games. I guess I, I can touch on the software a little bit too. Yeah, go like, for it. For example, the web browser improvements that we've had this year are welcomed. Uh, I'm someone who... I actually use my web browser quite a bit on the console. Not gonna really? lie, yeah. So I don't use it Never for like once. I, I don't use it for like Reddit or anything of that nature, but mostly like uh, videos. There's some specific sites or apps that things that don't have specific apps for it, and I can just find it a lot easier by using my web browser or just like uh, maybe I need to watch. I want to watch a stream of something, and it's not available on the as an app. The web browser improvements have are, have been really good. Like. This webcam HD site here, my, oh my God! Uh, why are we getting bombarded today? Uh, I'm blocking them. What is going on? Yeah, I've blocked the other ones too. Um, 
you know, I've tried the cloud on there. On the <laughs> Tom, you're absolutely describing. <laughs> this is a judge-free zone, okay? But no, seriously, it, uh, the streaming on there has been really good. Uh, I've tried uh, xCloud on there, on the on the browser. It worked really well. That was a really welcome change. Um, I haven't tried the, what is it, the... There was a GeForce experience one. I haven't tried streaming that specifically, but I have tried streaming my um, my Steam games from my uh, from my PC, and that also worked really well. There's some sort of latency there still, but it actually feels a lot better than it does with XCloud because it's still coming natively from my own system here or from my own uh, network. So that's also a welcome change. Otherwise, I would have to pull out my HDMI cable that needs to be really long and then um, plug it into my TV. Otherwise, it, it works well. I haven't, I haven't tried it. Um, I hope we've banned all those uh, accounts by now. But my lord, uh, if you are an audio listener, you don't know what we're talking about. But our our chat has been bombarded today with uh, with bots, <laughs> bots offering uh, pornographic material. Let's let's call it what it is. I want to know. Just and then we're going to wrap up this episode because I think we've we've gone over everything we wanted to go over. Where would you give it a rating, a letter rating? A letter rating. I would give it a B, okay. not a B plus, just a, just a solid B. I I feel like as the years go on, it's going to just increase more, but I think that's a good starting point. I would give it an A minus personally, just because like. For me, this has been an amazing year for Xbox. Uh, and yes, I'm probably going off, like I said, how I thought the last generation almost made me not want to play video games anymore, to be honest. But uh, I think that was so poor that like this year has blown it out of the water already. Um, I do think it's going to get better. So like, let's get some A's, let's get some A pluses, let's get some, let's get some S tier ratings here. Um but yeah, for me, I, I B plus A minus uh, category somewhere around there. It's been really good, um, and I, I think we'll continue to see Xbox uh, smash it out of the park. Here's to uh, what six seven six seven more years. Uh, we we don't need mid gen refreshes either. Let's let's not do that, Xbox. I want one, but yeah. no, no, no. Yes, down the line, dude. You know for a fact that these like ray tracing games are going to be locked 30 fps because the graphics get so crazy later on and i'm going to want that mid-gen refresh eventually no forget ray i would ray tracing is cool whatever like i'm not i'm not willing to sacrifice performance you won't if you get a mid-gen refresh i don't want a mid-gen refresh (laughs) we don't need it it only happened last gen because the consoles came out underpowered in this generation, it's like we have the chip shortage, console shortage. People can't get consoles. If anything, the console generation is going to be longer than ever this generation. But that's just where I'm, I'm, my mind's at. I know some people are like, we're going to get mid-gen refreshes by next year, end of 2022. Oh, no, I, think that, I think that's way too early. Like, that's ridiculous. I've, people, it's what people insiders from AMD are saying. But that's either ne- neither here nor there. Um, Tom, that's all, that's all we got for the show. Uh, unless you got anything else to add? No, nothing else oh. to add. All right. Well, uh, Tom, where can they find you? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Alpaca Tom. 
And you can find me at the Muffon Enmon uh, right down here. And just a quick note, if you've made it this far, if you want to hear more from me, I will be on the Iron Lords podcast this Sunday over on their YouTube channel. Uh, I haven't officially announced it on Twitter. I kind of teased it. I'm waiting for their official announcement. But if you're listening live, now you know. Because uh, I want you guys to come tune in and, and watch the Iron Lords. Uh, so I will see you there. If not, I will see you next week. And just a quick note, we are going to be live on Wednesday next week, not Thursday. Wednesday due to scheduling. But until then, goodbye. Bye.